Yeah, that, that's where it's at. That's pretty good. There's a little hi-hat in there, a little fast hi-hat. Your, uh, your son was a drummer, right? Like he, yes. Yeah. Tanner. Tanner, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Caden, I think Caden has like most of his drum set. Oh, does he still have it? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, still in his room. Yeah, um, yeah, I think he's going to start um, trying to play for youth. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. So, yeah, very good. Yeah, he's so. going to come to a rehearsal next Monday. Good. Yeah, that'd be pretty That's cool. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be neat. Yeah, Tanner uh, refurbished that whole set. He took off all the stuff and. Yeah. Like, That's the kind of guy he is, though. Like, he does that. <laughs> yeah, he likes he does stuff it. Like yeah, that. he's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah he's cap- very, like, you know, take stuff apart. Oh, yeah. Put it back together. Oh, yeah. See if I can make it better. Yeah. Modify it. Yeah. Like, like, all your boys seem to kind of have, like, those kind of things like that yeah, that they do. Yeah, Weston's not really so much yeah. of a hands-on kind of guy, but, yeah, my other guys do. Like, yeah, like, uh, Lance, like, flips trucks. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy, yeah, like, buys them, like does a little something to them, sells them for more money. Yeah. Like, it's a, like, a, like a small used car, <laughs> used you know, truck lot. He bought his first one from Reynolds. Oh, Holman. yeah. And then um, just a couple years later, he found it again on Craigslist, and he rebought <laughs> it. Nice. You bought it back? It had been like 15 years. That's what? Like 15 years later? He still has it. He still has it now. That's crazy. That's, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So we're um, we're here uh, in the floor that is two floors above the choir room. That makes it the? Third floor. Yeah, it's the third floor attached to the costume closet. And um, you can also access, if you like, the old um, original church attic. Oh, yeah? Yeah, where the... Um, like the organ uh, pipes are, but I do think that somebody stole the organ pipes and sold them for money. <laughs> How'd they get those out for of For drug money. I don't know, but people who uh, do that kind of stuff to get drug money, they're very resourceful. <laughs> I can imagine. Very resourceful. So I'm not sure. It's just, I don't know. It's like, you yeah. know, they're I mean, very hard workers. Right. Like, I mean, for a purpose, they have a very specific purpose. Yes. But, um, but it's nice that on our campus, you can, Get help you need when you need it. That's exactly. Right. For, yeah, the Christian Care Center. Insert ad here. Yeah, insert <laughs> ad here. Uh, yeah, Google it, Christian Care Center, Leesburg, Florida. If you're, for whatever reason, listen to a worship distributed podcast and need that kind of help. It's possible. Right. It or is. somebody else you it might right. Or yeah. might somebody else, yeah. You can yeah. you can refer them to that. And yeah. It's a seven-month program for men, same for women. You can, yeah. yeah. So that's that's awesome, um, yeah. But yeah, we're up here. There's a lot of, a lot of cool stuff here. I mean, it's pretty much anything anything you feel like you might need. Like, is in this room. The exercise bike. <laughs> yeah, no, the exercise. Where did I, come from? <laughs> I don't even know, and I don't know who brought it up. Two yeah. flights of stairs. You're not wrong. Yeah, because it's like it's 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 absurdly heavy. Or has it been up here like just for years? You know, like since like the dawn of time. Yeah. The dawn of time, really? <laughs> you think it like like it was? It, it used to be just a normal bike, and it evolved. It evolved yeah. into a stationary bike. <laughs> uh, it's like a stationary bike. It's like yeah, this uh, this whole riding around is not going to work up here, so I'll do best. You know, I had to top the duck thing last time. Yeah, yeah. wow, yeah. There's no top in that, Phil. Yeah, there's no top in it. <laughs> but yeah, we got uh, got Phil Gallon here, our media director. Hey, hey. Yep. And uh, Brenda Rossell is back with us today. So Thank you for yeah. having me. Yeah. Yeah. The crowd's, the crowd's excited about it. Yep. As I you was can wondering tell. if I was going to get a cheer. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. No. The uh, the crowd's like all about, all exactly. about, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that happened to me on Sunday um, at Village Park. I don't know if I told you about this. No. So normally I'll do the, you know, the opening mm-hmm. two songs and then the choir specials usually after the welcome, the GP globe prayer focus and prayer mm-hmm. and stuff. And so uh, I usually in that moment, I clear my stuff off the stage because I'm not playing guitar or using the boom stand anymore. So I'll take my guitar, I'll walk it to the back and the boom stand, I'll set it all back there, my mic and all that kind of stuff. And then I'll come out to kind of sit with the choir until it's time to Mm -hmm. do the uh, special. Well, Jamie Weathers um, is up there now and he's, he's been doing a lot of Sundays up there. And Jamie is one of our staff members here at the church, and he he handles um, college ministry and um, gives some oversight to family ministry and things like that. He's been here for a while. Great guy. And so he's been at Village Park for a while, and I think he's going to start officing out of there. And so he's he's been in those services. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Cliff's out of town, senior pastor, and um, Kevin was preaching that day, so they had Jamie do the GPF and the welcome and all that kind of stuff. Well, he did it like in 45 seconds. <laughs> and so I had literally just walked backstage and there was a gentleman, uh, one of our maintenance guys was kind of walking past. He was doing something. And I said just a few words to him. Literally wasn't like long at all. And then next thing I see is like, I hear like over the 70 volt speakers as I'm setting my guitar down, as we continue in worship, let's stand together or something like that. And I'm still like <laughs> pulling a guitar off back behind and then i don't think he had anybody stand actually he just he just was done right yeah. and just walked off the stage and i wasn't there and so i had to come out from the back this was dead silence <laughs> and i just like looked at the crowd i was like just made like a face like yeah you know and they started laughing like crazy <laughs> and so then i did that thing where you know you like like brenda was doing nobody nobody could see it because the cameras yeah. for whatever reason the cameras aren't working today right that we don't have installed it's probably they're not working because they're not hooked up exactly yeah and we actually don't own any. Yeah, that, that's a for here. Yeah, yeah. We, we should look put that in the budget for twenty twenty. You know, never. <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty never. And um, yeah, imagine the finance team like uh, videos to watch Stephen's podcast. Podcast? What? What's the? What, he has a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, exa- that's so true, right? It's like does he does that? Is that actually is he allowed to do that on an, on the uh, on the clock? Is that Does he clock in? Does nobody he Nobody ever comes to the third floor. Nobody comes to the third floor and leaves. Yeah, yeah, what, wouldn't that be yeah, wouldn't that be funny if it was like, well, where does he do it at? And it's like the third floor and they're like, "Oh, never mind." Stop the conversation. Don't talk about it. We don't talk about the third floor. No. Like it's Bruno or something. But anyways, so like so I like just walk out and do that. The, the the motion Brenda did earlier that, you know, all of our podcast fans can see is where you like you put your hand out flat like towards the crowd, like no, don't cheer, but your other hand is like like waving four cheers, it's like no, but yeah, so I just did that and then they just it was pretty funny. Nice. And then we did like this really serious ballad. That was car special. Yeah. The that Lord, was awesome. The Lord awesome just ballad. moved. <laughs> yeah. No, it actually it was it was really good. Speaking of that, mm-hmm. so we did that Son of the Jehovah mm-hmm. Sabaoth, which I really I love that song. Yeah, I love that yeah. song. Yeah. I think I was gone last time you guys did that. You were, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you were gone. It's such a Yeah, I don't know, it has that soulful kind mm-hmm. of that soulful feel to it. It's nice and slow, pretty uh, violin riffs in it. Yeah, love it. Yep. It's the premises um you know, the God of angel armies leads us. He's won the battle. 
We don't need to be afraid. Mm-hmm. We can trust him. Speaking of that, um, Jennifer, my wife, was telling me the other day she was listening to a sermon by J.D. Greer, which I like J.D. Greer a lot. I think he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But he was um, he preached and he was talking about trust. And uh, he gave a really good definition, I thought, for trust, which was trust is like praying. And while we're praying, we're believing that God is answering our prayers in the way that he knows is best for us. So we, we believe that God is answering them. And the answer that he gives, no matter what it is, we trust, trust is showing that, hey, we believe that you're answering this, you are answering it, and you're answering in a way that is, is best for us because we're his children and he's a good father and he gives us good gifts. That's that was, good. Yeah. That's good. That was pretty good. Yeah. So that helped me out a lot. Because like, yeah, yeah. sometimes how do you just, you know, define those things to right. people? Yeah. Yeah. So, but, um, but Brenda, yeah, thanks for coming back. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. having me back. So um, before we started, you were, you were talking about um, chasing a, a snake with a hatchet. Yes, and a rake. And a rake. And a rake. <laughs> what kind of rake was it? Was it? Um, oh, was, it was a flimsy rake. But I oh, it was like a plastic rake. It wasn't yeah, even like the metal hard rakes. No, I kind of just needed something that he wouldn't be able to get through. Mm. You know, so I could just like hold him there. Yeah. But until yeah. you chopped his head off, didn't work. I'm telling you, my heart rate is still probably <laughs> yeah up right now. Really? Did you yeah. get like? Did you get all like amped up? I was. I Were was you like shaky? Up. Not really shaky. Yeah. But he just went right up the wall. You know, well, he was in the, he was in, in the, the coop. Right. Right. Getting, looking for an egg. He had his mouth on an egg. What? It was a duck egg though, actually. Oh, duck eggs are good though. Yeah. Had a, <laughs> he had a, I know. I can't blame can't bl- No, you can't blame it. That's how he, that's how he lives. <laughs> I know. It's not like he's going like, I know. I don't need it, but I know. I'm going to grab it. Yeah. So I know I felt bad for it, but you know, can't have a snake in there. No, but, no. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I thought, and he wasn't even afraid of me. Like, he was like, I'm still going to put my mouth all over this egg. He was a hungry snake. <laughs> yeah, so I I kind of got him with the rake, and then I kind of chopped out his tail. Okay. And he ran up the wall real fast. Right. And I tried to chop it some more, but I, I don't know. We live on a farm. Right. Couldn't find a shovel today. <laughs> Couldn't find a <laughs> Like, just normal farm stuff that usually, like, you would see everywhere. I know. I'm like, the Where's the mower? <laughs> Where's the tractor? Yeah. The tractor yeah. just got fixed, actually. Really? <laughs> that was a big ordeal. A big ordeal. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. yeah. So, so I was telling you, so, like, I actually feel for you. Like, you didn't think I did. But I feel for you on the chicken story because, so, I'm very utilitarian with my um, animals. Yeah. Okay, so like, That's why I said that, <laughs> right? I am like, no, I am, I am. Now, I'm a generally a very compassionate person, but, but, but uh, with animals, I'm just kind of like, I'm very just like, hey, if they don't serve me a purpose, I don't want to invest in them, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean, right? So, and I know, I mean, you know, <laughs> and it's fine for people to do. Like, I don't, I don't judge people to do. Like, you know, that's fine, right. you know, but like. But like chickens, so like our chickens, so chickens are like, I feel, chickens are a deceptive investment. Yes. Okay. Because what, what you do is like, like Phil, like why would you have a bunch of chickens? Like what, what, what do they give you? Eggs. Right. So you're going like, Hey, if I've got, you know, if I got these chickens every day, mm-hmm. I'm going to get eggs and you know, pretty much yeah. a lot of the populations like, Hey. We need eggs. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to eat eggs. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the deal, though. To get, like, one egg out of a chicken, it costs, like, hundreds of dollars. <laughs> you ever thought about that? It's like, you know, you got to get a coop. You got to, like, build a coop. And then you got to protect it. 
And then, like, when they're little babies, like, you got to do, like, a, a heat lamp. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Really? Like, like I'm a, like a heat lamp? You know, you've, like, got, uh, you've got, like, all those things. Um, but, um, but so here's the deal. So, um, we had these, we had these chickens and, um, okay. So we had our first round of chickens like a couple years ago. Um, do you know what kind they were? No, no, I just know they were supposed to be egg laying chickens. (laughs) (laughs) One of them ended up being a rooster and (laughs) we won't. Ended up. We won't talk about that. He decided, ended up. He ended up in a crock pot. It was going to be a rooster. Yeah, <laughs> I did say decided. Yeah. yeah, did I say decided? I thought he said ended up. No, I thought, you said ended up. But oh, it just oh, okay. That would be hilarious if I said decided. Though one decided he's going to be a rooster. You know, like there's a point. Like, hey, you know what? Well, if he did, he's going to be. He he's, he regrets that he ever identified as a rooster. <laughs> Because he just kept every, like, he kept waking Jennifer up, and eventually it was just, it was past that. And, like, I don't feel like spending my time loading him in the truck and finding somewhere to take him. Right. It's, it's just a rooster. He serves me no purpose because I don't want to fertilize the eggs. Right. You know what I mean? I just, I just want to cook the eggs. Right. Right. Well, and if he was in there... Right. Like the other ones he was fertilizing. Right, exactly. Like he was fertilizing. That's how that works. Yeah. Uh, which is which is really funny. Um we we had some family we had one of our family members over and he just uh proceeded in front of the whole family to explain like how how the eggs get fertilized and it was this whole just really funny, awkward mm-hmm. fan like which I loved it, but the everybody else was just like, Oh my gosh, what? Stop. Please stop. <laughs> Please stop. You're, you're ruining our image of you. So that one, um, they all just kind of like eventually just got picked off kind of like one at a time, you know, over time. Like, uh, I think foxes, which I don't mind foxes because, you know, they, they actually eat the chickens, you know, they have Mm -hmm. dinner. Right. (laughs) Um, hawks and some hawks, I think, um, some just died. Did you have them free range during the day? Sometimes. Oh, okay. Sometimes. So that's, yeah. That's why the hawks, the hawks thing, yeah. Um. Anyways, eventually they all, they were all gone. And so then uh, recently we fired it back up. And so we had like nine. And then uh, over the course of time we had five for just various reasons. So if, like a couple months ago, uh, I'm at uh, breakfast with somebody, like a, like a church breakfast. Cracker Barrel in Lady Lake. We're sitting there eating. Jennifer's like, she calls me. She's like, hey, when, what time are you going to be home? I'm like, well, I'm at breakfast right now. She's like, well, uh, it's pretty bad here. All the chickens are dead. It's like five of them. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like there's, it's so like, she's like, it, it is, it is like, it's like rough. It's like, it's, it's like, they're just, they were just like mutilated, like just whatever. And I'm telling you, like, uh, I think it's raccoons, man. Raccoons? And uh, what you call it? Possums. Possums. Possums get them from the back. Mm-hmm. Raccoons get them from the head. Okay, this is totally raccoons then. Because, like, two of them were, uh, like, still kind of alive. Mm. But, like, they were just scalped. Mm. It was bad. Like, eye hanging out. Mm. Like, a whole important, you know, one of my, yeah. you know, Aww. one of my daughters, like, thought, like, like one died in her arms. But it, it didn't. It was yeah. just really just. In shock. In shock. Mm. And, like, so, like, yeah, I had to, like. So I buried the other three, and then I just had to 
handle handle the other two and like just mm-hmm. deal with that. So that that was a fun. That's sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, that was that was a fun day. I was like I was like all in boots too. Like I wouldn't change into like full farmer clothes. Like just <laughs> you know what I mean. Just like I, I don't know. Put on Carhartt. <laughs> Not really. I didn't didn't do that. But anyway. So there you go. Now we have we have a new batch. Nice. Yeah. So they're and they're doing pretty good. And I spent like I've spent like hours on the coop now. Mm-hmm. Like just. But see the investment. That's the crazy thing. Is right the investment is like so now all these man hours plus like hundreds of dollars of like coop supplies and and then of course food you know food is what it is in the bag or whatever and it's just like uh and then they don't give you eggs until you know i don't know like nine months or a year takes a long time (laughs) so you just have chicks right now yeah yeah they're yeah they're they're they started a little bit past chicks and now they're at you know they're like at adolescence i think (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're wearing (laughs) <laughs> they got they got on their backpacks <laughs> and their hoodies, <laughs> earbuds, chicken hoodie, looking on their iPhones. <laughs> Talking about I ain't giving no eggs. Who do you think you are? So, anyways, um, oh. so Brenda, we're getting ready to start back up uh, children's choir. Yeah, here in a few weeks. I'm so, excited. Yeah, tell me about like some of your thought processes, like when you when you're um you know, plan a children's choir, like some of your goals for the kids, like, cause you're really good at it. Like, and, and, and I've seen you in there and, and sat in and just like heard you kind of teach and stuff like that. So what are some of your goals like overarching and then maybe specific, like when you're, when you're working with them? Yeah. So the main thing is I just want them to, you know, understand what worship is, you know, <clears throat> and want them to understand the lyrics of the song, because if they can't understand that, then they're not going to be able to, you know, sing them over the congregation. Right. Um, so we go over that. We go over Bible verses that correlate with the words and things like that. I try to help help them learn the words by playing games with them, stuff like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So so what does it kind of look like? So when they come in, when they come into your time, because we, because generally, and, and I, think the, I think the program is basically like they show up and we kind of do like a, a snack with them mm-hmm. just from school because they come in at like 3.30. So. Right. We want to kind of let them, mm-hmm. you know, chill a little bit, have a little snack, and then uh, maybe, then I think we rotate like craft times. Right. Um, Abby usually does a craft, or sorry, um, Abby, <laughs> Abby usually does the craft with them, or um, she'll do some sort of a learning thing. She, you know, talks about historical things sometimes, yeah. scientific things, just all kinds of fun stuff that she does with them. Um, and then I take half of them into um, the choir room okay and we'll go over the song they're really good about picking up on songs um just by listening to them so we'll listen to it a couple times we'll talk about the words i might have a game for them or something that goes along with it um and then we rotate um back right and then the other group other group comes in right and then does the same thing kind of rotates through um, and they sing, how often do they sing generally? They sing about once a month. About once a month. Mm-hmm. And they do both services right. at the downtown campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's great. Like, and, and what's cool about it is that now several of the kids that were in it over the, in years past are now mm-hmm. singing yeah. in middle school and youth right. and leading worship in that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, yeah. that's awesome. That's pretty it's cool. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's cool. Cause I, you know, running time, I get to see them on Sundays and like, I remember when you were like, yeah, hi, and now you're like leading youth and you're leading mm-hmm. all these things and yeah. Singing. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's, that's yeah. I mean, that's one. Of, I think that's one of my goals is to kind of create that that um, just pattern of you know people moving from being engaged in worship through music mm-hmm. as a kid, and then I think the next the next thing we got to just really lock down is is our youth and mm-hmm. middle school kind of. Like mm-hmm. goals, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Phil, Phil does a great job keeping right. it going and keeping it together, but just really kind of like, okay, but really connect, mm-hmm. you know, letting them connect with the music ministry and engage. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, and uh, and get that going. Because I know like my daughter sings in it, and, um, you know, like we said, maybe my son, he could start drumming. Hopefully mm-hmm. that would be something that connects with him, resonates. We'll see. You know, if it doesn't, it is what it is. But Next generation. But yeah, it kind of keeps That's, that. Yeah. Keeps that next generation going uh, for sure. Yeah, we got um, this coming Monday. We got five new people auditioning. Got acoustic, drums, couple singers for youth. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. So I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and we got a youth thing going over at the Village Park campus too. Yeah, now. let's start back up. Stretch back up in a few weeks, I think. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's good. So, um. What are you looking for, like, in songs when you're picking them for the kids and, like, looking through, like, what are some of the things? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm a big lyric person, so yeah. so um, it has to be, of course, biblically sound, right. you know. Um, I mean, I don't want to just pick something because it sounds fun, you know. So I always, I need a you know jar. I did you say you know? I did. I did. I, I, <laughs> now we do I, need to put a you know jar in here. That would be hilarious. You'd be poor. You'd be so poor. <laughs> I think if we'd match each other. I don't say it. I don't say it as much. After you talked about it, Phil started saying it like so much. I was like, and, and you don't even realize it. Right, yeah. You know? You know. <laughs> <laughs> but That's yeah, awesome. I mean, lyrics to me um, mm-hmm. are the most important thing. So I love songs that just give the full gospel. Mm. Um and um, we're going to do Turn Your Eyes, which I love that song. Yeah. We wanted to do it last spring, but we didn't get around to it. And that's the Sovereign, <laughs> sovereign Grace, right? right? Sovereign yep. Grace one. So I think we're going to do that one in September. And then in um, October, um, the Wren Collective, Nailed to the Cross. Ooh, okay. And that's pretty wordy, but it has some great words about yeah. not being condemned, you know, wow. for your sin. So, And that's kind of deep things you know to go over with kindergartners sometimes but um yeah, yeah but you know what like uh um i'm just like hey why not you know yeah, yeah. you know because everybody else is going to try to like put deep things into their minds right, right? right. like That's apparently true. it's controversial mm-hmm. in our state to encourage yeah you know yeah. people that you don't really know to not teach your kids things that you don't really want them mm-hmm. teaching your kids and right. somehow that's a controversy it means you hate people but mm-hmm. i don't i don't quite get that but right. <laughs> so if they're going to do that i mean we might as well just you might as well just pump them through of the mm-hmm. the concepts and let the Holy Spirit like yep. yeah figure I'm it out. Try, try my hardest. Too. That's awesome. I like that. Yeah, those are a lot of the principles that that I look at too, just for congregational worship. Mm-hmm. It's just the you know, I, I, well, I love I love lyrics as well. Right now, I I, I would tell you this though, I love I love a good melody line. Yeah, though. I mean, yeah. <laughs> speaking of that, uh, <laughs> thank y'all for following my uh, all my rabbit trails, but. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to. I, try, I was trying to hope they loop back, right? It's just more of a detour, like a long detour back to the path. But um, my my brother in law was visiting uh, a few weeks ago, Thomas, and um, he he's a blast. Like I love that guy. We have a great time. He's a great spades partner. I will just say that. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't think we ever lost. (laughs) (sighs) Guatemala. Guatemala. So, um, do you guys remember that? Oh, I don't don't remember what, uh, I think it was either 90s, maybe, it's probably 2000s. It's called Out of My Mind. Um, and the in the course the course like was I out of my head was I out of my mind how could I ever been so blind I was waiting for an Im- implication it was hard to find no matter what I say only what I do like never meant to do bad things to you so glad that I finally woke up if you're sad then it's time you spoke up too. Very catchy. Yeah, like that melody line yeah. is like, and I had forgot about it. And he was here for whatever reason. He like put it on Alexa. Like we were like doing something in the living room. We put it on. I was like, oh my gosh. And so then like I listened to it like 20 times because <laughs> I, I love that. Because the chord structure behind that melody line too, it's pretty baller. Like it's it's pretty tight. Nice. It's creative. I it think it's kind of 70-ish, 60s. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It kind of has that little that easy, little, like, that easy, yeah. like, chill little. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, so uh, this Sunday, Cliff has us doing uh, this song by uh, Michael Card. Mm-hmm. Anybody, you don't know who Michael Card is? No. You know who Michael Card mm-hmm. is because he's, you know, early, like, very early, kind of starting to get new music mm-hmm. published and produced and yeah. played and stuff like that. But that, that has that very uh, 60s, 70s vibe. Now, this song is from 1986. It's called The Nazarene. Hmm, I don't think I know that one. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, so he wants to do it Sunday. So mm, cool. me and him and Sean are going to sing it as a trio uh, at Village Park and record it and then hopefully you know play it back everywhere else as the pre-sermon. Nice. Because, and the reason why is because the words talk about the... the uh, I don't know if dichotomy is the right word, but maybe the dichotomy of the, the hundred, you know, Christ being man, but also Christ being God. So you have like these two simultaneous things that are happening. So cool. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool song. So that has that, you know, it's like this, this little guitar picking thing, you know, and, and you could tell like Michael Carr did like all the harmony parts and just like, you know, Mm. you could see his voice doing like, like like three or or four parts. That's cool. Yeah. That's really pretty stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's one of my things too, is, is when, you know, we look at a song, you know, I want it to be obviously doctrinally sound, biblically, biblically true. I am not one of those guys though, that thinks that everything has to be super deep all the time. Yeah. You know, cause I think sometimes people in that short amount of time we have to sing with them, they might not be able to process, <laughs> it. process everything, you know, <laughs> like that deep, you know. I don't want it to be flippant or right. weak or watered down by any stretch, but, mm-hmm. but yeah. I mean, Oh, Happy Day. It's one of my favorite songs. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which one? Like the, um, Oh, Happy Day. Yeah, I was just saying, not the uh, Sister Act one. Oh, oh Happy Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, I mean, have you figured out what, what ranges like kids sing best in? When no. you, I know, right? That is always the hardest thing for me. That is always the hardest and I don't play piano, so I usually am just relying on Amy or Abby to right. you know, kind of tell me. I try ask to, you a lot of yeah, times. Yeah, try to pick what, keys and yeah, stuff. Let Natalie, let Caroline sing this and yeah. tell me. <laughs> Which that's a great way yeah. to do it, you know, because yeah. their voices are like right in that, right. you know, kid range. Yeah. 
I have to look. I have uh, Dr. Odom. He he did his doctorate actually in in children's music mm-hmm. from New Orleans, and I actually have his um, his thesis. I have the original copy of it that he typed out. I wonder if it. I bet that has something in there. I should look at that. I yeah. should have thought about that. I can look in yeah, there and let see. Let me know because I I have a hard time with that because a lot of the songs that we listen to, of course, are you know yep. men solo type men led. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard. Yeah, so what you should do is just do, like, all Charity Gale songs. Oh. Because <laughs> she's the best. I was wondering what she you're going to She is the best, but her range is crazy, I know. Too. Like her, yeah, her range is crazy. <laughs> I can't sing Charity Gale. You yeah. can. Yes, you can. 100%. Whatever, dude. I love the, just the alto part. <laughs> yeah. That part I can really You are a killer. I mean, you're, you're, a great, you're a great lead singer, but you're a killer harmonizer for sure. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, finding that pocket, you know, for kids to be able mm-hmm. to sing in is... You know, they're they're not yeah. gonna they're not gonna do great singing in that mm-hmm. that well, male key or whatever Phil Wickham key. It's like they can sing really high, but then me trying to sing with them, I'm like, <laughs> I'm <laughs> singing right down. <laughs> so you have to sing <laughs> the octave down. Well, one thing oh. you know what's interesting with people too, with and, and kids as well, with their uh, it, it really anybody any age that's that's singing that I found is. Sometimes you have to you have to sing if they, like you'll sing it in an octave in one octave, which would let's say match your octave mm-hmm. if you were them, and then they sing it, and so it's kind of technically when they're singing theirs and you're singing yours, it's it's basically like you're both doing the same mm-hmm. thing, but physically the pitch is maybe an octave apart, right? Yeah. And for some people, if you were to sing. Let's say you were to go out of your range. So let's say like you and I were like learning. I was teaching you like by rote like this melody line. Okay. And I sang it up here where I wanted you to sing it. So in my voice, I was actually primed to the pitch that I wanted you to sing. There are certain people that if you did that, they would not be able to hear that and mimic that. But if you drop it an octave and you do it, then they can do it. Even though it's the same exact same exact note. It's interesting. Yes, it's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. It is. So there's this also, so this is interesting too. There's this video on YouTube. Um and I forget oh, it's a guy from a band and I forget what his name is, and I wish I should I should remember it. Um let's see if I can look it up here. But the video is he's at uh he's doing a like a a talk with I think scientists or engineers or something like that. And he, he gives them a pitch, and he stands on the stage. And I did this. I've done this before, but he, he stands on the stage, and he gives them um, a pitch. And he's like, okay, look, every time, and, and he has them just go, ba, ba. And so every time he jumps, he just does a little hop. They would go, ba, 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 like he would do that. And then he was like, okay, and then he, and he hopped over, and he was like, okay, and then here's the pitch, ba, ba. And here's the next one. Ba ba, and uh, and so he he kind of like he kind of um, was hopping up and down, and they were following it. Well, then he hopped one more than he taught them, and they sang the next pitch in the pentatonic scale. Yeah, you did that with a kids choir one day. Yeah, I did with the kids choir, and they did it. Yeah, it was good. It's like, yeah, so it's it's this is pretty neat. Nice. Yeah, so the pent- pentatonics, like if you were to look at a, a piano, you would uh, the black the black keys is a is a good way to do. It. I mean, that's you could do it with 
any key pentatonically, but that's a good way to look at it like that. The three, the group of three, then the group of two above it. Mm-hmm. So it's a five, it's a five note scale, penta, so mm-hmm. pentatonic scale, the five note scale, which Amazing Grace, the melody line in Amazing Grace is, is pentatonic. All those, it's just, you can just play that all on, on the five black keys, rather. Cool. Anyways, pretty neat. Nice. Amazing how the human brain like does that, but I think too like so kids choir. That's why it's important that we do work with kids mm-hmm. you know, earlier and and get them engaged in that. What grades do we kindergarten through fifth? Kindergarten through fifth. Mm-hmm. Who's the most response responsive? What's the most responsive age? I would say I don't know. I've had a lot of third graders that are really into it. Um, yeah. And it just depends on the kid, really. I mean, honestly, I feel like it does. Yeah. That's pro- um, yeah. But the older ones, of course, they're, they've been it for a while. So they kind of are used to how we do things. And yeah. Cool. I'm always sad when the fifth graders leave. It really is. It, 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 it is, is sad, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. It is sad. You know, you, 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 but, but then you got your next group. Yeah. Next group moving up. Yeah. It's funny on kids choir days we'll have just t- like a lot of visitors, which is great, mm-hmm. which I think is a great outreach because a lot of grandparents and family mm-hmm. members come see, mm-hmm. you know, see their kid That's or true. you know family mm-hmm. members sing and and be part of that for sure. All right, what's your favorite song right now? I have so many. Um, like if you were to sit down right now in the mood that you're in and be like, I want to play this song and listen to it right now. What would it be? doesn't mean it has to be your favorite. It could be any genre too. So I'm just trying to think of what I was singing earlier today. It's really hard for me. Cause I mean, when my voice changed, like I don't go around singing like I used to do. Um, I don't listen to music as much as I used to do. I mean, basically the music I listen to is what we're playing. Is what, we're, and what, we're, we're singing. what we're singing. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I was listening to an Andrew Peterson song the other day, and it just really got to me. It was just because um, I read his book, God of the Garden. Oh, yeah. And um, He's a good dude. Oh, he just, his story, it was like kind of a autobiography of what he went through, and he never really believed that God truly loved him. Mm. And so he would have like these nervous breakdowns and stuff like that right before he went on stage. And so he finally got to a point where he really believed it, you know, and I'm sure he'll kind of go back but it's this um it's a song called um the god in the silence and so he went through so much time where he didn't hear from god and he was praying you know show yourself to me show me you know and um so anyway that that song just really moved me um what was the name of it again god of the silence god of the silence yeah. i need yeah, to look I'm that's not, what the name of it is i'm not listening to that silence. yeah um that's but, pretty cool yeah but um I'm trying to think of another one. Um, Sanctuary, I like that one. Um, Which one's that? You talking about the old school one? No, it's um, Make Me Your Sanctuary. Oh, I'm trying to think I of listen that one too. I need to look yeah. that one up. Um, I like that one too. It's got a good message to it. I was thinking about doing that with the kids, but it's more of a really good harmony song, mm. which is hard to do. That is. Um, how do you? How do you think? Do you, Do you know how? Like how do you? 
Try to teach harmony. I don't know. Because, you know, I don't have a music degree. So, well, okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> that's always the hardest thing I have because even if I break them into two separate groups where they learn their part only, yeah. when I bring them together, the younger voices tend to gravitate to what the older ones are singing. Uh, yeah. No matter what. So that's just the hard. I know that kids can learn harmony. I mean, yeah. I've heard beautiful harmony choirs. I just... I just don't know how to do it. We got to figure that out. I know. How did, do you remember when you learned how to do harmony or do you, have you just kind of, do you just kind of look back and be like, I just kind of was able to do it. Yeah. That's um, how I, that's and, how I was. Yeah. And Carrie always says, how do you know? How do you know that that's the harmony? I'm like, I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it. It's just kind of a, I don't know. I think, I think our brains are God's designed. you know, everybody, you know, God's design for everything is mm-hmm. phenomenal. I mean, way more intricate than we can imagine. And so like what I believe is like certain people just for whatever reason, just the way life is, you know, or just maybe predis- predisposed to have that ability to kind of uh, naturally sense where the music is going. Mm-hmm. And when you can do that, you know, cause harmonies are completely built on chord structures mm-hmm. has to be. Yeah. Right. So in the technical sense, so where the chords are moving, I mean, unless you're singing like John Cage or something like that, and then it just, I don't know. I would just want to, I would just want to jump off, just jump off the building. Hey, we're on the third floor. So He's the worst. So I just, like, I feel like when you, like, if you go to a, if you went to a John Cage concert, you were just trying to prove something, you know, just trying to fit in awkwardly in the, why would you ever want to fit in there? It's like you had to walk around and do small talk in a tuxedo. <laughs> small talk is like my worst. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw something with you like, like <laughs> the other day on Facebook. You were like, I, just, I can't, can't do the small talk. How's the weather? Oh, yeah. weather you've been having here lately. Yeah. That weather, man. <laughs> yeah, how about that? He, that's got to be a job to <laughs> say it's going to be a 50% chance. So, and you're. Usually be wrong. How's your how's your cat? <laughs> right, you have a cat, right? No, I could talk about my cat. No. Yeah, I could just talk. I, I could talk about cat. my cat all day. <laughs> yeah, but but um, but I do think like because I look back and I can't remember learning like somebody teaching me like okay right. yeah here's like here's yeah. how you do it yeah. like here's the I tell you one thing though because I was I was born in eighty and so. I think the music that we listened to was it wasn't like eighties music. It was it was well in church music too. I will say church music too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, listening to choirs. Qu- I mean, listening God, to choirs. Yeah. Listening to hymns mm-hmm. because yeah. hymns are very just chord chord right. chord 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 chord, and you mm-hmm. you know it's going a direction. Right. And and then you know learning to read music so mm-hmm. you you know how to read music and and I, and I learned how to do that as well and and that helps mm-hmm. you know over time but I, I do remember just being little being like 5 and I could sing harmonies just mm-hmm. you know family would be driving on the street and I would just you know in my little high pitched 5 year old voice mm-hmm. find a find a harmony to sing now in my mind I thought I was nailing it <laughs> I may have been terrible I don't I don't know I don't know. But you were giving it your all. I was giving it my all. <laughs> don't you love when people say that? It's like, yeah, but if you give your all to something you're terrible at. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm that I'm that dad. I'm like, you you're not gonna actually be able to be anything you set your mind to. That's not that is not a, not we always reality. call Carrie the the dream crusher. Yes, that's what Jennifer, yes, she lets that's me too. I'm just very much like, no, you're nope. No. Like you can't do that. You're not you can't. You will not be able to do that. That's not a you're four eleven. You're not going to be an NBA. Yes, correct. Star. Yeah, I'm you're. Sorry. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're not Muggsy Bogues. Like you're going to be able to. But um, one thing. Yeah, I, I think that there would be different environments that you were in, that a person would be in that I think would make. Hey, light just came on. <laughs> it must mean I have a great idea. Right. <laughs> that would make them be able to learn to, to do you know, harmonies, different, different mm-hmm. musical environments that, that you would be in. But like I was saying, like in the eighties, like, so, so my parents would listen to like oldies and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So we'd like carpenters. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so with those, you know, with those more ballad style songs mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, the, the harmonies are, you know, they're right there. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can hear them, you can hop on them and, yep. and get after them. And then nineties country. Nineties <laughs> country. I knew that was coming. I listen to. <laughs> I love nineties like, country. 90s. I don't think I listened to like pop music at all for some reason. What'd you listen to in the 90s? Like Z88. Carmen? Like Z88. Like I knew, you know, Jim Hogue, like <laughs> he was like at our church. So oh. like, everybody listened to Z88. I, was, I listened to that because the kids were little and I, I don't know. I just, yeah. just put that on all the time and that's what we listened to. It was actually but, really funny. I was listening to 90s Christian before we came up here. Were you really? Yes. <laughs> I was working on the computer in my office. Yeah, just jamming out. To dive by you, Chris Chapman. You know? Yeah. It was really good for harmonies as truth. That's, yep. They, that, I mean. That's true. They always rock the harmonies, man. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's truth. You see, you got it. That's true, right? <laughs> they did a anniversary thing. Yeah, yeah. We went to the 40th, and then they just had the 50th. Did they? My, okay. um, my friend Gina from, she was a friend of mine. She sang with me in Crystal Image, but she was in truth. Um, she actually met her husband there. He played trumpet. But I had a lot of friends that went on to truth. But, um. Yeah. My buddy Tom played trumpet in truth. That's cool. Yep. And, uh, yeah, Roger Breland. Yeah. University of Mobile. Yep. Mobile. Mm-hmm. There, yeah, there's very, uh, at the time, very progressive mm-hmm. for what, yeah. you know, going to the churches and, and taking mm-hmm. that music in there. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty cool. We had to, I think that's what, well, you know, Greg Hockstetler. Yeah. Um, I think that's what he was trying to do with us. Sure. I mean, we only toured like one week out of the, out of the year, but, um, but we did go around to a lot of churches in the area. We went to prisons, stuff like that. Saying it was fun. It's cool. Phil laughed when he <laughs> went to prison. Went to prison. <laughs> in the clink. We, we went and sang prison, prison Mike. up, uh, in Pennsylvania. What? Where were we up there? We, was, we it Amish? Like was it Amish prison? No. <laughs> I'm trying to think of it. Didn't have electricity. Maybe it was Connecticut. It was Connecticut. Where Sonia Moon? Huh? He like in what? prison somewhere up there? I don't know. I remember. They had to go through all of our cases before we went Ooh. in, all that stuff. We actually ate their food, their prison food. Was it good? It was prison food. Was it like prison a buffet? Food. It was like Golden Corral? <laughs> <laughs> I like how she like big stuff, like fried chicken and steak. I'll take my medium. They had the big rolls. No. Yeah, big butter rolls. <laughs> In like a That's soft serve needed. ice cream. <laughs> this place is terrible. They don't have chocolate. <laughs> we went on tour to Louisiana. What was that noise? <laughs> that was me just 
making an angry noise into oh, the okay. microphone, emulating an angry prisoner oh. that didn't get chocolate in the soft serve. Okay. We went on a tour to Louisiana, and we got, like, crawdads. Oh, yeah, a little Cajun boil. Yeah, I can't do crawdads, so I basically ate banana pudding that whole week. Hey, you know, that's not a bad It's not bad. It wasn't a bad thing. Yeah. It was not. No, that's, I support but. that, actually. <laughs> it's called the banana pudding diet. I've gained seventy two pounds. Riding on a bus, eating right, banana pudding. Just riding on the bus, eating every banana pudding. Yeah. Like every week, your voice gets more like this. We here at Worship Street to support this. Yeah, yeah. Visit our website, bananapudding dot com. Watch the review website. What's that? Oh, they're probably don't go to that. Don't never mind. I don't I don't know. I didn't tell you how I think you should spell it. I didn't I didn't say you should spell it all correctly. I don't I don't even know I don't even know what that that website would be actually. That oof. Yowza. Moving on. Moving on. You guys want to hear a funny story that happened on Monday at Youth? Mm-hmm. So we're singing I forgot what song it was, but we were, um, Malin is, helps, uh, lead worship for youth and she's, yep. you know, stuff like that. And so her sisters were there and, and, uh, Shay Yale was there and we're going through this one song and it was, you know, female led and the girls are leading it and Shay's just is trouble finding harmony. And so she's helping her sisters find harmony. And I've been, you know, I'm not the greatest at finding harmony. I've been trying to practice at it and you're trying to find it. I was like, I found it. I'm like, this is great. I'm teaching Shay how to sing it. He's matching me. It's great. And Malin's like, you're singing the, the melody down an octave. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. like Welcome dang. to my world. Yeah. I was like, dang it. <laughs> I was like, I thought I had it. You know, we were. Yep. It, yeah. Yep. That's what happens. Yeah. How many times I'm like, is that, is that melody? Is that harmony? I don't know. Is that yeah. melody? <laughs> yeah, man. It's, um, I went to the, I went to lead worship at uh, Coleman prison one time and we were in the, like the, the, max one where the guys are like all lifers and so i, I go in and have my guitar and you know they check everything they go through and we're like walking down the hallway and then like these alarms just start gr- going off people are <laughs> screaming at us to get on the wall and then about like 70 guards come running by it was nuts man wow it was nuts but then you know then we just kept going and scary stuff speaking yeah. of prisons um <laughs> yeah speaking of prisons right yeah no Transition to there. Yeah. Um, did you ever watch uh, Chain Breaker by Zach Williams with the prison edition? Nope. They did oh. it like in a prison. It's like really cool because, you know. I think he recorded, like, didn't he record there? I think so, yeah. Yeah, he did like a whole like album that was at, in like in the, in the prisons and like did just things like that, like Figures a Liar, you know, that whole album. Yeah. And so you can hear like the, you know, he'll back off the mic and hear the people singing, you know. Yeah. Cool. That's pretty cool. 500 plus people. Yeah. It'd be pretty tough though, like if you. Singing Chainbreaker, like wow, well, yeah, I'm in for life. So, <laughs> just got to really connect to the spiritual side of that. My friend Audrey and I used to go to the prison up near—I can't remember the name of it now—near uh, Platka. Yeah, and we'd do like a little mini concert for them and stuff. And we'd always get letters. We nice. always get so many letters from the guys. That's cool. It was it was really sweet. Well, yeah, yeah. that was a little weird though. Get, <laughs> get a bunch of mail. <laughs> Mail from prisoner guys. I was in college. Hey, hey you did a good job. <laughs> yeah, just giving out your address to prisoners. I'll be out in three years. Nah, you better move. I'm t- I'm sorry. I'm not dissing prisoners. I just just jokes. Just all the 
There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it better. Yes, exactly. It makes it better. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 Um, so the other day we were driving to the beach and I had my phone just playing music and I started, I don't remember what song I started with. It's a Christian song and had it on the, the Apple music thing where it'll do its own kind of playlist as it goes for songs that are in that genre, in that feel, in that style. And the song came on and I wasn't really paying attention. It was in the background and I was just kind of driving you know, just talking to Jennifer, or whatever, and I was listening to the song and in in the background, and uh, it was it was a little slow, real real pretty uh, guitar, I think, playing. Oh well, it was a small kit, I think, like a small you know kit of instruments, like a couple guitar, like a guitar and a bass, and you know maybe mm-hmm. some keys. And it was uh, Chandler Moore from Maverick City and uh, Brandon Lake. Man, I think he's in the elevation Phil. Is Brandon like elevation? That's what I was thinking. Yes. Elevation. I don't yeah. know why I said I think I think he is. But and I know elevation and, and Maverick City have a, yeah. a good connection. Yeah. Yeah. So the song was called Under the Blood. And it was really it was really pretty. You know, it was really good good lyrics. Uh it was, you know, just pretty straightforward. It's like, hey, if you're you know, can't get over it because I'm found under it, the blood, the blood of Jesus and you know it's kinda goes through a hallelujah. Oh, the wonder of of his love! Hallelujah! It'll always be enough. Uh, when I look at when I look at my sin, he's looking at that tree. Um, and then it just goes on to talk about like the blood of Jesus on our life and stuff. It's just really pretty. But I was, you know, but but at the same time, I was kind of like, okay, you know, it's just a another song. But then I got to the end, and then that this this organ, like this this chord played on the organ, and uh, Chandler Moore was like. And it reaches to the highest mountain. And like when he did that, I was in the car and I was like, yep, yes. I just started like, I was just had like a little like, my poor kids. I was having like a little bit of church service. He just sang that chorus one time. And then at the end, he's like the blood that gives me strength. From day to day, it will never. And they were harmonizing. Verlus it. And then all the music stopped, and Chandler Moore's voice alone just went, pa. It was just silence. <laughs> and bro, I was like, I yes. got chill bumps just from right? describing like, it. Thank you, Jesus. I was just like, yes, that is so good. Like mm. tagging, tagging back in that Andre Crouch, like just bringing mm. that back around. Mm. Come on, that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. I love so. that song. Mm. All right, what are you what are you reading right now? That's what you, what you got. Let me see. Well, Carrie, not <laughs> secular stuff or <laughs> <laughs> Clive Cussler. <laughs> no, I'm still I'm still reading though Paul David Tripp because that's like a devotional yeah, thing every man. day. Yeah, yeah I really guy. like him a lot. That guy's good. Um, but yeah, so that's like my devotional. But no, I. I listened to, I mean, I, I read um, Where the Crawdads Sing, <laughs> and I really liked that. I really, that really resonated with me, that book. But um, that's not, you know, the secular, that's not really. It's okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, we also live in um, the secular world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the main thing I got out of there, though, was just how this little girl was so judged by where she came from mm. and how nobody, like, would help her. So, to yeah. me, that was just like, oh, how could anybody do that, you know? Right. But anyway. Um yeah, so the Paul David trip. That's 
Still getting it. Yeah. Good stuff. I got yeah, that guy's he's he's mm-hmm. good. You ever you ever do any Randy Alcorn stuff? No, I know that's what Pastor Cliff's like yeah, he's, favorite guy. He's a big, he's a big yeah. fan. Yeah. yeah. I read some of the stuff. It's you know, he's good. Yeah. He's good. Very very thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Nice. Writer. Good dude. I am it takes me forever to go through something though, because I like really try to dissect it. Yeah. So like I said, I'm still in April. It's July. <laughs> I'm still in April. <laughs> still in April. <laughs> that's amazing. That's great, though. I think it's a good way to do it, like to read, to learn, you know, read to actually get something out of it. Yeah, Not I tried to. perfunctory. I have to write yeah. everything down there. I said, I brought notes today. Did you really? Yes. What are your notes? What do your notes say? It was like well, no, questions I, you might think I would ask. Well, because we had <laughs> talked about the SBC thing last time. Oh, yeah. And I, I listened to the um, Russell Moore, Rachel Denhollander. Yeah. And that... Really, yeah, um, struck a chord with me, and um, she's so right. And the fact that they did not change all of their policies and stuff, and right. start doing things better, and how they just kept, yeah, you know, putting things under the rug, and but it made me think of the Mars Hill podcast that I've been listening to. Yep, yep, with uh, Driscoll. Yeah, yeah, because they're talking about institutions and how you know we just think nobody could ever do anything like that. Right. We just put so much into the institutions and what they stand for. And it's almost like um, just sweep it under the carpet because it won't look good for us. Yeah. And I think, too, like in the case with uh, Mars Hill, it was all about one guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think there is a definite correlation, like you said, to that and what we saw, what we saw on our scene with the yeah. SBC is it, that if you think of it in that sense, because you yeah. have the people at the top. Right. And absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And when there's no accountability and things like that. Right. When you put so much into the institution and the mission or the purpose mm-hmm. that other people can get hurt in the process and you're still putting the institution above what the people are going through and you're still trying to cover for them because you think, oh, if this gets out, it will make us look horrible. But the fact is, if you hide it, that's when, you know, if you bring it to the light and you deal with it, then everybody's like, oh, okay, you're not hypocrites. You actually do... Yeah. You know, try to correct sin nature and stuff like that. Yeah, and there and there will be and there will be consequences mm-hmm. and there will be fallout. Right. Right. But at least everything will be out there and dealt with mm-hmm. and people can begin to heal mm-hmm. and it helps to create change so people aren't further taken advantage of or right. abused or damaged right. or and things like that. I just don't want to have anything to do with it. You know? I mean how many people after hearing that just don't want to have anything to do with the church? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Instead of just just saying, yeah, we're human, we made mistakes, you know, let's correct it, let's move on from here. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that that podcast was. It was it was a hard listen. It was a good listen though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was thankful for it. Yeah. I am I am person. I know there's a lot. Of, you know, I know there's a lot of people that. I, I'm just am personally thankful for guys like Russell Moore mm-hmm. and you know Rachel Den Hollander. Yeah. You know, she went through a lot. I mean, she's, yeah. I mean, that's terrible. And I'm thankful that she's standing up, you know, for right mm-hmm. and for truth and speaking so yeah. like, firmly and clearly. Mm-hmm. 
and really I feel like is giving excellent advice mm-hmm. on how to move forward. Right. Right. You know, and do better. Yeah. But the, <coughs> her whole, I, the thing that she was talking about, the every man's battle, you know, how, you know, she was just saying that that is like right. how men, if that's the way that men perceive women right. all the time, then, you know, something needs to change in seminaries and stuff like that on how to deal yeah. with that subject matter. And I, I agree with that wholeheartedly because I do yeah. understand that that's a struggle. But yet again, it, it does make it hard on women to try to be a colleague, you know, sometimes. Yeah, just sure. Be in that position. Sure, because it almost at some level gives can, can give men a pass. Exactly. And mm-hmm. it shouldn't. Right. I mean, it, it, it really shouldn't. I mean, I, I feel that. I feel that conflict, mm-hmm. you know, raising daughters and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, like, why is it fair for men to do this, this, and this, but they have to watch out for this, mm-hmm. this, and this? Mm-hmm. It's almost like this this double standard. Right. And and also, like, and, and I'm not becoming, like, one of these weird, woke, pansy kind of things, mm-hmm. but I do want to, like, look at that and be like, wait, hold on a sec. You know, there needs to be this level of respect and uh, equity in, in that situation. I'm not a big fan of equity in the sense of pushing other people down. So other people, mm-hmm. whatever I'm not, that's not what I'm talking about. You're but, talking about rules, right? Yeah. In a sense, right. Like you, you look at, you look at it and be like, okay, you know, m- maybe guys should just be taught, Hey, honor God, do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, don't, don't do that. Right. And treat women with respect. That's that's just the right thing. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, hey, well, you know, yeah, yeah, I get it. It's a big problem. You know, every, you know, every man, every man deals with it. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess so at some level, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, you know, and, and, and women, so what you have to do. Well, no, like, no, women, actually, you don't have to do anything. Right? Mm-hmm. You just need to be godly women. Right. And we need to be godly men. Mm-hmm. And we just all need to be godly people. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And not have these kind of weird weird standards that are just right you know because then because then what happens is is people like this that we're talking about with SBC or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. begin to take advantage of the the weaker person right the quote-unquote weaker vessel right. you know it's kind of mm-hmm. like ah yeah you know and and a weaker vessel I, I don't think that means mm-hmm. mentally weaker right or spiritually right. weaker it, it's not what it means it's like it's it's obvious there's a difference between right. the bone structure and the build of men and women. So there right. you go. That's what it means. Weaker vessel. So we, you know, we, we work to take care of each other and, mm-hmm. and, and we do that, right. but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean just because you're a female, you're not smart enough right. to do all these things that men can do. And how many of those women came, came away thinking, what did I do? I must've done something wrong yeah. to have that mm-hmm. behavior toward me. You know, like right. shame that, yo, oh, what did I do? Did I do, you know, did I dress this way? You know, it's right. Like yeah. So then, these- so then all of a sudden there's this, this rules that you've got to like go down the list and see yeah. like, oh, what did I do? Was I not? Right. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah. oh my goodness, come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and being uh, an object just to fulfill a certain need that every man has. Mm-hmm. It's like, really? Yeah. No, that's, that's not, not what God intended that's at not, all. <laughs> that's not. That's not okay. No. It's not. That's just. Mm-hmm. So, to me, and, and Jennifer says this too. 
is the theology and the teaching has to change. Mm-hmm. So institutionally, the SBC can make rules, mm-hmm. right? I mean, accountability, which is great, mm-hmm. you know, put processes in place. Right. And I mean, institutions need that. You have to. And how to and deal it, with something if it happens yeah, again. If this happens, here's what we do. Yeah. You know, ABC, XYZ, like we got to do this. We do it with compassion. We do it with love. We do it with, you know, with mercy and, and the love of Christ. Mm-hmm. But also the teaching there has to be a, the teaching has to change. Right. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. I think the, the teaching, how and we, that's what she was saying. Like yeah, at the seminary level, mm. there needs to be courses on how to deal with that and stuff. And I totally agree with that. Yes. Yeah. Courses on how to, how to deal with mm-hmm. those things. Um, there needs to, the, the people that are in ministry training, the theology of the value of women, mm-hmm. um, the value of men, the value of women in ministry, the role of women in ministry. Mm-hmm. I think it needs to be very clarified and, and really thought through and looked at mm-hmm. in the way we teach. I think there should be way more female voices at the table mm-hmm. at every level mm-hmm. because I'm, you know, I go home and my wife's way smarter than me. Seriously. I mean, there's things I'm good at that mm-hmm. I'm better at than she is, mm-hmm. right. but, but I mean, she's very insightful, very smart. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're very, you're very, very smart. Very, you think things through. You, you dissect mm-hmm. things. You, you look at this and handle this, and it's like, okay, so like, here's how we should do this, and here's what I think about this, and it's it's thoughtful. But when we don't have those voices at the table, just because of a gender, mm-hmm. it's that's silly. Yeah, I don't even think that. I don't think that's scriptural at all. No, because we're all part of the body. Yeah, I mean, again, yeah, know. that's the question I have. Is like, yeah. why would God create? The yeah. body of Christ, put everybody in the body of Christ and say, but heads up, you can't use your gifts right. to serve the church because of this, this, of this, this yeah. and this. Yeah. And I know that's a deeper conversation and I'm not trying to get all liberal or anything like that on leadership and church leadership. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about that, but I do think in the, I do think in the church, we need to look at those things and in the leadership of our, because I do believe in the Southern Baptist convention. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thankful for it. Yeah. I think it, it does a lot of good, mm-hmm. but just because it does a lot of good doesn't mean. Right. Mm-hmm. It should get a pass, right, on this stuff, and it needs to be dealt with. Everything can be improved. Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, mm-hmm. There's always room for improvement. Yeah, you keep banging your hand on the I know, table. I'm so sorry. You're gonna have like a bruise. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's really it's fun. Not hurting. It's just. Well, I was listening loud. to a podcast the other day. I was driving. I was driving by myself, and these guys were talking, and just I thought like I was getting a flat tire or something. But I think I think one of the guys was like. Like, just, like, tapping on whatever table they had their mics on or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, we're good. At least I'm not going. Look, no. your father. I ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> mm. Yep. I like how you guys went in two different directions on that. Star Wars and that, what is it? What is that? What's that guy? That gummit? I can't remember. Anyways, whatever. Kill man. <laughs> d- d- never mind. It's not. It's not going anywhere. Well, all right, Brenda. Quick question: What's your favorite food? <laughs> Mexican. Really? Oh yeah, I love Mexican food. Chips yeah. and salsa. Chips yeah. and queso. Do you like chorizo? I've never had chorizo. Ooh. What next time that? you go to a Mexican restaurant, ask for queso with chorizo in it. Okay. Is that spicy? It's not super spicy. Okay. I don't do a lot of spicy. Oh, okay. But 
It's got it, it. It is. It does have a little. It does have spice in it. It, does, it, it is. <clears throat> got a kick. Yeah, but the kick is uh, very, very. I think at least I think it's very mild, yeah. and I'm not necessarily a. It's uh, a mild kick. Yeah. It's a mild kick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like a. I'm not like a. I don't pursue like hot. Yeah. Spicy foods. I don't. I mean, I don't, I'll eat them if they're there. Because mm. that's my general policy. But. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, yeah, chorizo with queso. I had okay. I had Mexican today. It's good. Where'd you go? San Jose? San Jose. Yeah, I love yeah, San, Jose. I like San Jose. Yeah, enchilada. had enchiladas yeah. with beef tinga. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. I introduced Phil to old beef tinga. Yeah. Pretty great. Do you know Phil, what beef tinga is? No, what is beef tinga? It's like the, it's like shredded beef. Oh, okay. And it's uh, sauteed in a, you know, mm. something. That makes I it, know all the, with that Mexican flavor. All the Mexican words, but. I don't even know what tinga <laughs> means. That's funny. <laughs> so Mexicans jam. Like yes. what? What kind? Like tacos, or do you I order love tacos, burritos? Yeah, yeah. All of the all of the stuff. When favorite type of comedy? What's your favorite type of comedy? Well, you know, I love Frasier. Yes, Frasier's like Frasier's yeah. like such a great show. Frasier is hilarious to me. Um, King of Queens, I love. Yeah, that's funny. I I can watch all those shows like over and over again. Did you ever watch The time. Office? Yes, I love The Office. That's pretty funny. That. Yeah, that's pretty fantastic. <laughs> yes, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Fraser's good. Fraser was a great. That one just kind of, and it hung around too. Like mm-hmm. it, it did good. It's like a spinoff from Cheers. Yes, yes. Which Cheers was? Cheers, Cheers, Cheers was pretty funny. It's funny, but I got tired of Sam Malone. I'm sorry. Oh, I yeah. liked it when Christie Alley was on it. I, when, yeah, that I was think a little bit later. She was funnier to me than the whole thing with Diane. Yeah. But um, yeah, we still make Fraser jokes like all the time. Yeah. What was his brother's name? Niles. Niles. Niles yes. Crane. Niles Crane. And they were both like psychiatrists or psychologists yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Psychologists. Psychiatrists. Yeah. Psychiatrists. Okay. Yeah. And Fraser yeah. did the talk show. He had the, the radio show. Yes. That's funny. Yeah. It was, good. Yeah, it was a good show. And his dad couldn't have been, their dad couldn't have been any more <laughs> yeah. different than them, like a military guy. They were supposedly like their mom, I guess. That's yeah, really funny. She was, yeah. It was a good show. Yeah. Funny. Um, so your favorite comedy is Fraser. What's your favorite style of comedy? Like, I like intellectual type. I mean, I love Seinfeld too. Seinfeld to me just to, cracks me up. But um, well, see, I think Seinfeld like it's a show about nothing, but it's more yeah. intellectual than yeah. you anything because um, you had to actually think about okay, this is like a nothing thing. Right. So how it's can we make trying to it? make some sort of a statement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I like King of the Hill too. I, I was. I can do a good. Uh, I can do a good Hank Hill impersonation. Can you do Hank Hill? I can. It's the only one oh. that I feel like I can actually. Dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Bobby. It's the only one that I think I can actually do that that sticks. Do we get a taste of it today? Yeah, I'll do it. Like, dang it, Bobby! If you weren't my son, I'd hug you. <laughs> I think that's pretty close. Propane is the way of the future. You can say, Dale, do you want to do this the yeah. hard way or the easy way? Dale, do you want to do this the hard way or the easy way? The hard way. <laughs> the hard way. Yeah. So that's the only one I think you know. I get I get kind of close to. Him. Yeah, King of the Hill is pretty funny. Can you do any other impressions? No. 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 Sometimes sometimes I can get one for like a little bit and then but I have none that I'm confident in. They always devolve <laughs> into a mixture of a lot of things. Yeah. Usually some weird South African or Australian yeah. with a hint of hint of Hispanic. And sometimes French. So yeah, <laughs> French. Sometimes French comes oh, out. Oui, oui. Oui. Yeah. I only have one. I hate French. 
not the French, although I'm not necessarily a fan, but I don't like the, I don't like the language. I took French in college one mm. semester, started my second semester. The first day the guy threw a chair. Oh gosh. Professor. I was like, okay. I'm done. Trying to start another revolution. I don't know what he's doing. This is named Lafayette. Yeah. Hey, I finally got Hamilton tickets. Yeah. Yeah. At uh, Dr. Phillips. Yeah. Nice. Let's go. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Yeah. It's a good. Excited it's, about that. Yeah. You'll enjoy it. Not the king is my favorite part. See, I really don't know that much about it. Yeah, when the king comes out, I've yet to he's actually a trip. watch it yet. Yeah. It's hilarious. To see it. Yeah, yeah. I've listened to some of the songs; they're just so fast. I'm like trying to read, trying them. to read the lyrics yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that'd yeah. be good. It's it's good. We enjoy it. I saw it in Chicago. It was a lot of fun. Nice. Okay. Actually, it's the the Chicago theaters where Wayne Brady was in that. Wayne Brady from Whose Lines Anyways? Oh, really? And oh, also, gosh. I guess he's hosting. Um, not that price is right, but the other one. Hmm. Um, oh, what's that? Hundred thousand. No, right. not that one. It's the other one where you dress up. Yeah. I don't know. Game show. It's a game show. Yeah. That you watch when you're homesick. Exactly. <laughs> or you're retired and you're just sitting at the house. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're just mm-hmm. unemployed. One of one of those that things. One of the three. Sad situations. Just <laughs> 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 all. Or you're just severely depressed. Sitting <laughs> there watching game shows. Yeah. yeah. Well, Brenda, thanks for. Um, oh, my favorite is. But see, you like uh, sketch comedy too, though. Yeah. Like he likes sketch comedy. Yeah. yeah I do because like sketch like, comedy. we joke about like Saturday Night Live skits. Oh my goodness! I have so many <laughs> yeah. possible Saturday Night Live skits. Yes. In my head, that would just be so funny. But you know, nobody listens to me. <laughs> I know why that is. It's probably because you suck at small talk. <laughs> They're like, well, she doesn't want to talk to me, so I'm not going to listen to her. She didn't even ask me how the weather was or about my cat. Call back. And on that note. Yeah, I was showing my kids the land shark. To me, I think that's just such a, that's just so funny because Jaws was like this whole thing. And so they just started having, like, don't answer the door because there's a land shark out there. And so basically what would happen is you, you would have somebody like is in New York City and you have like somebody in their apartment and there would be a knock on the door and be like, pizza delivery. And like, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't order pizza. Yes, you did. Open the door. Like, no, I didn't. And then you'd open the door and then it's like the music would play. It'd be a land shark. And it was like somebody in a, in a shark costume and <laughs> shark would just like eat the person. And it was just really stupid, but it was just really funny. <laughs> kind of a spoof on, oh my goodness. on Jaws. They had some really good ones. Yeah. Mm. The whole Mr. Bill thing. Mr. Mr. Bill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was it, um, and now, Deep Thoughts with Jack Handy. <laughs> <laughs> like, those are really funny because it's literally just like words scrolling and a, yeah. guy, and a guy reading them. <laughs> and it's always some kind of weird, just erratic behavior. Did you ever see the anal retentive carpenter? No. <laughs> Every time he would saw something, he'd get out his dust buster. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. <laughs> putting this in a bag, tying it up, putting it in another bag. It would take it like it would take like forever just to get get a chair built. Oh my oh gosh, my that's fantastic! And then our big joke, Phil, like Brendan, always joke about um, it's Bill Murray, mm-hmm. and he's he's like being a lounge singer, and uh, and he does what what do you say? He's like he's like who yeah. everybody loves or who doesn't love who doesn't love Mario Alonzo. 
<laughs> What's that song? What song is it? He's, Be my love <laughs> yeah. for no And Mario Alonso was like this, uh, almost like opera. Great tenor. Yeah, great tenor, like operatic yeah. like style mm-hmm. tenor. But like Bill Murray's like a lounge singer. <laughs> and it's Bill Murray with that Bill Murray voice. And it was just really funny. Be my love. He just like hits I this high note. I can find that on YouTube. I cannot find that one on YouTube. I can find Nick Winters, but I can't find that. Mario Alonso clip? Yeah, the Mario Alonso I've seen it, though. Mm. Yeah. I got to look some more for that. Maybe in the SNL files or something. But, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I'll try to find him. He did the Star Wars one, too, one time. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, Brendan, seriously, thanks for for doing this again. And thanks for all you do for the church. Um, You know, all the, you know, you're, you're just singing and, awesome and um just all you do for the kids and so yeah i really i really really appreciate it big fan round of applause yep yep thank you thank you very much yeah thank you thank you very much (laughs) um but yeah thanks a lot and uh you know um sorry about your loss of your your chicken today chicken yeah Yeah. moment of silence for the chicken all right there we go (laughs) yeah and uh her name was Henny Penny. Really? Anybody cares? Uh, yep. Every, <laughs> there might be a couple. <laughs> Maybe two out of the three listeners. <laughs> exactly. Care. So. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening uh, to the podcast. We hope you have an awesome rest of your week. And um, if we don't see you Sunday, we'll s- talk to you next time we put a podcast up, I guess. Nice. All right. Bye.